Writing Irish Podcast. Welcome back to the Writing Irish Podcast, episode 22. Myself, Shane Saunders, and Craig Larkin is here. And we're back after, what, two weeks or so away? Yeah, it's been, it's, it's been long enough. Yeah, it's been mad because I've been always oh, at the kind of Dublin games, like home and away, and just been busy. Just, yeah, busy with actual real life stuff. Life and adult. Life and absolute adulting unsuccessfully, yeah. you know. <clears throat> Fuck it. But we're back. Lots has happened. Loads. Loads, yeah. Loads, yeah. Bit Lots. news and all. Lots still to come. But I was at. So outside, outside of MMA, I was at Cage Legacy last night, and there, there was a break in between the fights. Mm. And t- my Twitter feed just exploded with this news of John Delaney. Um, <laughs> just, I, was, I was like, then I looked further into it. I was like, so they made up a new role for him. So he's stepping down as CEO of the Football Association of Ireland. And then he's going to be the vice president on a supposedly lower salary than what he's already on. I was like, what? What's happening here? What? It's just, a, it's just a fucking joke, isn't it? Definitely <laughs> a joke, it is, man. Fucking, that pain is rent and all. They've been paying his rent. And it's, just, it's just a gangster, man. Honestly, just a gangster. Yeah, and like, the taxpayer funds. All of that shit. Like, is it it's 3,000 euro a month? And he's what, on 360 grand a year or something like that? We have a homeless crisis at the moment in Ireland. And this cunt is getting his rent paid from. Do you know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, it's just, you can't even describe. So, fucked up. I've got questions. I'm wondering, is, is, is the fact that now that he's taken a step back as such, right? Does that mean now that he's officially off the board and as such can't be questioned before the Oireachtas Committee next month? I, have, I don't know about the particulars now, to be honest with you, but I just, I just want to fuck off like everyone else. Yeah. I just want to go, just, that's it. Just get out of here. You know what I mean? You've done it. You've had a little dangerous son, he's bleeding minted. He needs to just fuck off, in my opinion. Yeah, the whole gravy train of the FAI is, is, is pretty disgusting. Like, the border just shambles as well. They, they all need to go. Every single yeah, one. Yeah, they never give a fuck about the league. It's just, yeah, fucking. The only reason there is a league is because you need a league for an international team. So, I don't know. It's just a lot of bollocks. I'm wondering now... What's going to be like for Tuesday? So obviously we 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 beat Gibraltar yesterday. I I didn't see the game. I saw the goal. Nice goal. Are you going to match? I'm going to match Um, if now this is going to be terrible. But if I get a free ticket, I'll go. You know what I mean? Who's going to be a free ticket? Ah, listen. When you're in the know, when you're in the hunt, you know. When you're when you're you're top of your game, which you're doing with this this (laughs) which are MMA, you know. You know people. You you know credentials, what? Yeah, yeah, shamu gets shamoozing with people. Yeah. Um, no, see, as it sounds, I, I, I until the like, there's no okay, camera. Like, I hear, here's me saying I won't go to a game, but if I get a free ticket, I will. I'm not, I'm not actively going to purchase a ticket for any FAI game because there's just a shower, complete yeah, shower. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just interested to see what the what the atmosphere is going to be like on Tuesday because. It seems to be there's there's a few fans I think in Gibraltar yesterday who had a few signs. I don't know if you I've saw one yet. that said the lady, the Godfather agreed or something. Agreed, like yeah, seen that. There was a few did, They got taken out of the ground. They did. The the fans or the flags. Yeah, the two fans, yeah, because they brought it like nearer to the pitch. Right. And they got escorted out of the ground. Yeah, I've seen the video. Yeah, mad stuff. Like it's just, yeah. I mean, it's it's taken away because obviously now we're 
under a new-ish era, I guess, given, well, we're, we're back with Mickey McCarthy now, and obviously that kind of overshadowed the entire game. I'll tell you one thing. You got lucky not seeing that match. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I heard it wasn't great. Doyle. Absolute Doyle. Crap. And, and yeah, out in Tala tonight, the under-21s are having an absolute field day. It was 3-0 last time I checked. Yeah, I seen one of the goals was a cracking little finish. Yeah, and they're and, um, they're, and they're playing some good football. Who would, who would have thought that Stephen Kenny would actually get a fucking team playing? It's not as if he hasn't done it with Dundalk in the league. Yeah, he's, he's a footballer man. He likes to actually play football. Yeah, but we could have done with him. Look, I know Mick McCarthy has a decent record and all, but it's just stale. Like I know it's only one game, and it's just stale though. There's no there's no rhythm to the play. It's just crap. It really is. It's crap to watch. We'll see how we go on Tuesday. Um, you can't really take much away from uh, opposition like Gibraltar, but then, like, you know what I mean? We shouldn't hammer them teams. I, I keep hearing this thing about conditions. Ask me bollocks. I'm playing Gibraltar, man. It looks like, a nice, I mean? it looks like a nice day over there. No, the, the wind was mental, though. Oh, was it? was it? Was it yeah, I, like, like I say, I didn't see it in the game. I literally just saw people sitting in the sand with t shirts on and everything. That the wind was mad, man. But uh, we still should be hammering teams like that. One nil is just to me, it's not good enough. It really, it really isn't. But we'll see on Tuesday, as you said. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're struggling for goals, big time. Really no goal scorers. No we've, proper goal scorers. We've nobody in form. No. No. Unless, unless Patrick Bamford. Hey, you want to come over? We'll take you. I don't care where. No, just come on you, over. He's some fucking player, man. For late, yeah. Well, my theory. I don't think he'll declare. But if he's going to declare. I don't give a shit. Like he always said, he wants to concentrate with Leeds and try to get them up to the Premier League, right? Yeah. So my feeling on it is, is that if if they don't get promoted, he'll happily. Well, don't say that now for soft spot. He'll, want to come he, to group. he'll he'll declare for Ireland if because I think he still want to try, you know, against the England squad. I don't think he will though. There's no way he's getting ahead of Harry Kane, Vardy, and you no. know, not not right now anyway. Even even. Um... Oh fuck his name is on me tip me tongue. Uh Wilson, Callum Wilson. He's yeah, like, he's yeah. a good player. You have like really good strikers at the moment, so yeah. Wild though, right? But I mean anyway, look... in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right there, young are you happy about Declan Rice and all that? Yeah, well let's get on down and main now. We're gonna bleed for it. Won't tell people. No, no, they they love it. They absolutely love they it. They don't. They definitely don't. Ah, they do. I'm pretty sure they stop, do. Stop, stop. Okay, we talk about the oh, dubs. Uh, if you want, I think. Really well, for talking about it for a little, I think the first time since 2012 <laughs> they're not going to be in a in a league final. Fuck That's man. Bad, isn't it? And now it's up between Kerry and Mayo. Yeah, they haven't been good really. They've been a bit crap. Too many Which... changes in it in in the team at the moment. I think. That's really yeah, yeah. Like that game against Kerry was a great game, but they just no, they don't look like the sharp self really. I the first game against Monaghan away, and the first time the game, they, yeah, they did. But the first time playing under the new kind of rules with the offensive mark coming into play, and I think yeah. um, the fact that they just didn't deal with any of the high balls coming in, and you know, w- once you catch the ball cleanly. At a certain marker in the opposing box or in the opposing end of the pitch, they were able to take a free kick. So they were getting like Monaghan were getting loads of those 
because they were weren't dealing with the high balls whatsoever. That was kind of and those tricky conditions didn't help matters either. So no. I don't think they they were kind of or we're thinking Monaghan were going to just start putting it into the mixer like that. Hmm. But, I I haven't seen much of Dublin now to be honest this year. Yeah. I've seen the Kerry game and that, that's about it. We're still a few players short. And yeah. now there's, there's a lot of chains around them. There's been, to be fair, now, there's been a lot of underperformers. Dean Rock has been shocking this this league campaign so far. Um, yeah, Costello is probably the only one of the forward line who's actually performed to, to a really good level. Connell Callan's cut off the boy completely. Um, yeah. Kenny hasn't really featured that much. Um, it's just been a bit of, bit of a bit of a mess. There was obviously kind of. Chopping and change with the goalkeepers. Ever Coventford came in, had a rocky start. Then he had a really, really good game against Mayo, and then he was dropped then for the game against Ross Common the following week to bring Cluxton back in, which was a big. Because kind of, what are you Cluxton's doing? getting old now, isn't he? He's getting old. Well, I would hear that this is going to be Cluxton's last season. Yeah, probably. I have, probably a, I have a feeling. Hanging up the boots now at this stage. He must be what? He's about nearly forty, is he? Is that thirty-eight, thirty-nine? I think. Yeah, man. Um, he's around me. He's since I'm a kid. Yeah, and he like he he's a great keeper and all. But I think I think now, obviously the dubs are going for the the drive for five or whatever you want to coin it as. And I think if they were to get that, I think it'd be the perfect time for them to bow out. We just don't have yeah, yeah. too many go, go, goalkeepers coming in behind him. Really, he's a legend, though, isn't he? Ah, absolutely. No, yeah, the guy's amazing. But that's he's really it. So that's Mayo and Kerry next week in the final at Dublin. Aren't going to be hooked to be fucking Yeah, okay. Once we win the Samuel, we'll be already. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we, we can only hope. We can only hope. Yeah, that's it. We shall see, we shall see, we shall see. But, uh, yeah, so lots of MMA news happened. Conor McGregor smashed some fellas. Gave a fan a free upgrade on a mobile phone. Yeah, man, that, that fella was looking for a bit of publicity, I think. That's a bit of a sketchy story, to be honest with you. But uh, you can't do that to someone's phone. I understand that, but I, I, I don't know. That fella seems a bit sketchy to me. Yeah? I didn't hear actually really read anything else other than what oh, happened yeah. now. Obviously, Ariel, I was listening oh, to Ariel Halloweny talking about it, and um, yeah, the man was like, "Like I don't even like Conor McGregor. I'm a Khabib fan, so I'm thinking he might have said something about Khabib, and that's why Conor smashed his phone. That's my theory. That's interesting. Anyway, you can't do that to someone's phone. I, I understand that, but fuck it." It is what it is. It's becoming a bit of a fucking... Yeah, becoming kind of used to McGregor doing stuff like this now, aren't you? Yeah, I wonder what the next one will be. <laughs> Robert, Robert yeah, I, just, I just want to see him fight again. I don't give a fuck about any of this shit outside of him. Just let me see him fight. He, he, keeps, he keeps posting up about um, know, like him training and stuff. And oh. like, okay, well, I mean... Okay, I get it. You still own that, that kind of... Um, uh, suspension as yeah. such for now but I mean it shouldn't be too long to go I, yeah, at least well, get a fight booked ready to go I'm a huge McGregor fan right but can you honestly see him being like top tier people at the moment can you like the top five of the division I can't no I, really I, know I, I don't think, even think he's actually going to be chasing anybody because no. the fight to make is Nate Trilly Nate the Trilly that's the fight to make we, we all know it yeah, or um, you could make the Aldo fight again. If Aldo's retiring, he just wants the big money fights. I mean, they could go. Yeah, I'd like to see that a lightweight. Put that a lightweight. But then again, like, Conor won't take that fight because you can't get better in 13 seconds. You know what I mean? You can't beat 13 seconds. Like, 
he, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, if he just leaves that fight, then it's going to be like, it's already in the history books now, that fight for me. So that, that was mental, wasn't it? Like, yeah, so, great. like, he, he's not going to be thinking, oh, let's fight him again. He can't be told in seconds. That's what I'm saying. So, fight Nate again for the third time. Yeah. Or I, even Pettis. Even Pettis. I seen last night a bit of rumbling. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. Isn't it amazing, though, that obviously we'll come on to the Pettis knockout now in, 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 in a while, but. Isn't it amazing? Though? As soon as Pettis wins, everyone's talking about McGregor, 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 Pettis. It's like, what well, fucking hell? I mean, well, everyone... It's because, it's, because the, it's because of the tweet. Did you see he said... Yeah, um, yeah. Someone said... Uh, I think it's him. Him, Pettis, and someone else have fought a featherweight, lightweight, and welterweight, and won all three weights. So, And then Conor McGregor was like, welcome to the club. To Annie Pettis, and he was like, Well, who wants a knock or something like that? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's why I think all the rumblings were towards Annie Pettis. But you know, listen, that's a great fucking fight on paper. Let's be real. Like, Annie I, have, Pettis is not I, 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 have, I have a theory on what they're going to go to with next for Pettis if he's continuing that well to wait. Probably, I think if they'll, they'll make the Masvidal fight, maybe. <sighs> Look, I want to see Masvidal fight for the belt, even. After that performance, but I'd like to see. I I think they'll go for Masvidal and and Pettis, but it'll be the wrong no, one. Do you know make, the fight that they, they need to they, they need to make the Edwards fight. I was just gonna say that that's the fight to make. It has has a built in story already. Like it has the promotion. The promotion's there already for that fight. You know what I mean? Like do that as a fight, like a main event on the ESPN card. Uh, we were we weren't around last week to talk about the USC London card. It was actually, it was actually a pretty good card. Um, it was a great fucking card, yeah. But. God, I mean, Darren Till is, I, I, I don't know what to, like, he has, I mean, he's been sketchy of late, I mean, he missed weight, obviously, against Darren, uh, against Stephen Thompson that time, and obviously fought for the title, lost that, and God, he got absolutely shit, like, just destroyed against Masvidal, like, he was out oh, yeah. before he even hit the canvas, it was incredible. Oh, yeah, remember after, I don't know if you remember this, but after Darren Till in this way against Wonderboy mm-hmm. and he got the title shot, I was like, he shouldn't have got that. Didn't deserve it. No. He didn't deserve the title shot after missing weight. But I think I it was at, at, at the time when the, when the welterweight division now was crazy and there's nothing really happening as such at that time with the welterweight. So I kind of said, okay, well, we better... We better but do you know what it was? Do you know what it was? They wanted a European star. They wanted a star over this neck of the woods. Because um, McGregor, like, McGregor was on a bit of a hiatus. And then he wanted a big star. Like, Darren Till, he, he kind of is a big, he was a big star, but he kind of fast-tracked him a bit, didn't he? Yeah, it was the fight. It, it kind of made sense logically for the fight for that fight to take place because, obviously, Thompson fought twice against Woodley, drew the first yeah. fight, lost the second fight. And then, obviously, uh-huh. Till goes out and beats Thompson in a somewhat controversial fashion. And then... Very controversial. Yeah, yeah and then... Things. You know, so then I think they said, well, we kind of have to make it now because, you know, you know, he's after beating the guy who just came off the contender spot. Yeah, and I understand, but, like, open, like, he had that really good performance against Cowboy, but, like, he was, he was well oversight. Like, he, he oversights Cowboy a lot in that fight. Mm. And I just thought, <clears throat> I really thought people were overrating Darren Hill. Don't get me wrong, he is a good fighter. Of course he is, and he, he does hit hard. But I just think people were overrating him, and I just think, he got thrown into that title shot way too early. That's just that's honestly my opinion on the matter. And then, like, because Tyler Woodley, man, what a beast! Absolutely demolished Darren Hill. And then 
Till goes out against Masvidal and gets knocked out like that. Like, like, you know what I mean? Where does he go from here? Titan already. I'd say middleweight. He should just go to middleweight. He's, he's killing himself trying to make that way. Killing he does, himself. He does, he does seem to struggle a fair bit. But you, you know, killing himself to make that way. You know who Darren Till, the kind of the, the, the storyline kind of reminds me of a little bit. It kind of reminds me of Cody Garbrandt in a way. Absolutely, like, he's got yeah, a, lot, yeah. a, lot, a lot of skills. But he just seems to just do something really stupid or just basics, not tucking your chin in and just gets absolutely nailed or gets drawn into something that you shouldn't be getting drawn into and just gets clipped. Yeah, that is a good com- it is a good comparison, but I just think Cody Garbrandt just loses the plot in fights and just sees red, doesn't he? Yeah. And just go, goes for broke. Like. He'll, he'll, he'll discipline more so than anything, you know? Yeah, I think he just he just loses it in there and just forgets, throws the game plan out the window, doesn't he? Because, like, you remember how disciplined he was against Dominic Cruz that time? He destroyed Cruz all that five was, rounds. That was a phenomenal. That that, that I, I I still regard that as one of the best um, performances. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, but I'm also thinking of it's it's one of the best displays of footwork from both guys. It was incredible. So good to watch. So quick. Yeah, Cody is quick, but where does Cody go as well? Three fights, three losses on the bounce. Not only losses, but knockouts. Three knockouts in a row. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, his tough. his chin is suspect. I don't care what anybody says. He doesn't oh, really yeah. have a chin, Cody. And I love Cody. I, I, love, I, I like him too, yeah. He's lucky that he's got good speed, though, to throw off. No he has no chin. No, he's got no chin. He gets cracked every time. So, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Phantomites have obviously been in the news and obviously TJ Dillashaw yeah. is uh, <laughs> popped and relinquishes the belt. So, I mean, you might want to think long and hard about substituting one of your players in for our little league. You know, I was just going to say that we have to. I have to, I have to substitute him. I'm um, just because... checking your, who you have on the subs bench, right? You've got two of them there. Hang on, let me just... I'm fucking going on Nelson down. He lost, for fuck's sake. Let's have a gander. You've got Peter Yan in as a Yeah, sub. I'm going to try him in. He's an animal. Grand, you can put him in there. I'll stick yeah. him in there for you after we finish this. He, he be dots in there. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Looks goddamn good. He's seriously, he's a serious talent, man. P.I.N. Holy fuck, that chap is good. I love him. But now, it looks like after last night, I think people were asking what's, what's happening with, with the Bantamweight division. And I think now Dana said, now Dana says a lot of stuff now. He says he has a plan now, finally, because he didn't have a plan before. It's like, well, that's fucking obvious. But he's now talking about possibly doing Marias against Judo, which, which is the fight that, that makes perfect sense. It should have been the no, fight anyway. Called, no, that's called tasty fight. Give me that all day. Yeah. I love, I can't wait to see that happens. Because let's be real, right? The flyweight division is gone down there, jacks. That's gone. That's gone out the window. Let's be real, isn't it? Flyway I think once once the news of of uh, Dillashaw kind of came out, I was like, oh fuck! I mean, that's that's terrible. Like, I I and I was thinking, why not maybe just give the flyweight a bit of a chance now because build a division around Cejudo, and you yeah. and you've got guys who who you know. Some good contenders there. Okay, maybe not amazing as such, but you still got contenders there. Why not try it and see? Because and then let's say Marias and someone else fight for the for the, for the vacant belt. Well, I know the simple a, answer. A, a to why you won't do that for Floyd. Floyd's just never sold, Shane. They never sold. 
they just never took off. Like I, we liked it for the division, right? I enjoyed the technique and the speed and trying to figure out puzzles. But mm-hmm. let's be real, it never done well. Business wise, it, it kind of would be the right decision to get rid of it. Not I wouldn't, but I think if you're looking at a business standpoint, I think you, I think you do get rid of it. But I do, it just never sold, never bought pay per view. Boys, Demetrius Johnson, the lowest selling pay per view champion of all time. It just, it just never sold. Amazingly, though, a lot of talk this week is going to be about one championship because Eddie Alvarez and Demetrius right. Johnson are fighting next Demetri- Sunday on the same same card. Yeah, yeah, next Sunday. Yeah, man, that's something to look forward to. So it's like, and there's going to be a lot of people tuning in because you can watch it free on, on, the, on the app. app. Yeah? yeah? It's going to be at a really good time for us. I think it's going to start yeah. maybe, maybe 12 o'clock, half 12 in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be over by about three. And yeah. people are going to tune in and watch because it's yeah. widely available. And Probably the viewers as well. And Demetrius Johnson is in my team. So happy fuck it is. Hopefully he loses so. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Are you keeping? Are you actually keeping score with this? Absolutely. You know, I listen. Listen. I don't do half measures. I have a whole spreadsheet. Yeah, I'm actually keeping score. Yeah. Absolutely. Keep, I want this twenty days. euro, whatever it is, at the end of the year. Happy days. Happy days. Whole twenty euro. Happy days. Yeah. Oh, you get yeah. coins. Yeah. Twenty euro coins. One euro oh, coin. Oh. Yeah, like those, those old bank. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Bags are like what one yeah. cent, hundred one cent. Oh, what? <coughs> so anyway, on the TJ Dillashaw matter, I'm curious to see what he's taken because the rumors are that it was a diuretic, but I don't know. I haven't seen anything else yet. Hard to know. It's been some crazy year for Team Alpha Male. Mm-hmm. It's been a hell of a year for Team Alpha Male in terms of coaches leaving. Uh, Obviously, uh, Garbrandt loses the title. Faber obviously retires, and it's just and a lot of kind of seem to be unrest in the camp. And obviously now TJ, yeah, are, are just fucking wild, man. Yeah, but Gar- Garbrandt lost his title in 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, it's been a, it's been well, it's been a crazy couple of years, even. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it has been a big world because they were on top for a while. You know what I mean? But even even Cody, because looking, someone posted a a video of their press conference ahead of their fight, uh, the the Dillashaw and and Cody fight, and Cody that says something like, that, "Oh, look, yeah. they're all on it." It's like, yeah. holy shit! Basically, sold this team out went away. Connor Neal, huh? Connor Neal. Connor Neal all alone. Yeah, Mystic Mac and all that. How crazy would it be if Conor McGregor was ever? <laughs> Popped for something. I won't be surprised. Fucking, hey. I don't know. He's against all that. Doesn't he? He says so. I don't know. Yeah, he's not against smashing phones. But he's against PEDs. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> he has his morals. Ah, he has his morals. Um, we got to last night's card. Yeah, convert to me. I won't like. I just watched the main card. Yeah. I I didn't watch Bellator. I've been so busy prepping for Cage Legacy yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, I never have a cage like team. What a fucking great card that was. What's that was out. Paddy Hulan had in that video. Yeah, yeah, that was out in uh, the the Finster. Now Paddy Hulan, I think, had about seven fighters on the card. Um, two in, in the in the grappling contest and and the rest in in amateur MMA. Five yeah. wins out of seven for 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 his lot was pretty good. A good return, yeah, that's a good return. And you know what really <clears throat> struck me, right? Because obviously, when you think of um. Fighters from Ireland, you think that because we always have kind of this, this kind of boxing background because we've been so mm. successful at amateur level in the Olympics, yeah, and yeah. but the wrestling have been so good over the last. Well, year. Yeah. With the wrestling. 
we're getting so good. The amount of submissions that were on the card last night was incredible. But that's it. Like that, that's all we need to work on. It was incredible. Like I know, you know, people say that like, all oh, Europeans have a disadvantage over, um, say the high, you know, elite kind of Brazilians or well, you know, wrestlers, collegiate wrestlers. Because we don't just we don't do it much over here. But they have a background in wrestling. Oh yeah, they have it in all their high schools and their colleges. Yeah. It's kind of it's bet into them from a young age. Like we don't really yeah. have that. We have boxer. Boxers. It's either, it's either wrestling or American football for them. Pretty much. And yeah. but tell you, European MMA is, is is catching up. I mean, it's okay. Not everybody, but it's 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 looking really good. And you'd want to see some of the the, the wrestling takedowns and everything yesterday. It was so good, so high level stuff. Like it's an exciting time for them. Irish MMA, it really is, yeah. And um, it's an exciting time for European MMA as well, to be honest. Actually, I knew I wanted to say something mm-hmm. before I move on. Did you see Luke Rockhold and Jan Blachowicz got announced? Yeah, yeah. That, that that's a good fight. I like that. I'm just saying because it's at uh, light heavyweight. Just yeah, I'm interested curious to see fight. how he gets on uh, light heavyweight, Luke, Luke Rockhold. Because yeah. I know they want him to fight John Jones. I've been hearing rumors. Blahovic is, is no slouch. No, that's a tough fight. It's a really yeah, tough fight. Yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. Massive. Anyway. Oh, it was crazy, yeah. And obviously, <coughs> Bellator was... I oh, sorry, the UFC obviously in London last weekend, and Bellator announced that they're back in June in London, which is good. Good timing for them, I think, because they're feeding off, you know, the, the, the feel-good factor about, you know, UK MMA saying, well, that was a great card in London. Let's go back to London. Let's, let's showcase what we have. Well, they're keeping the momentum going, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and if 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 they're smart, they will have Mokovan and Page, and they will also Paul. They not fight enough, not a rematch as such, but they'll have them on the same card for sure. It'd be killings if they're on the same card. <laughs> well, if they're smart, it'll sell tickets. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to disagree with that. The, the two probably biggest draws in UK MMA outside of the oh, US. So, so they, they should do that, and then obviously, yeah, well, yeah, but Cage Legacy was really, really good. I tell you what wasn't good though. The fucking like it's like a ten minute walk up from the the entrance to this hotel, but it's yeah. so, it's a big long stretch of road up to this. I was like, holy shit, fucking peacocks everywhere. It was mad. Really walking through the zoo to get to these fights. It was fucking crazy. And here, did you just when it was finished? Did you just head home, or did you wait around? Any interviews around? Uh, didn't get any interviews because a lot of the fighters were getting checked. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I'll tell you what, though, I nearly got knocked out by the, the there's two belts on the line last night. So there was the the comment <laughs> event was what well, right. So where I was sitting, a lot of people just seemed to surge into the area I was sitting. I was like, oh my fucking Jesus Christ! I was sitting there with my laptop, going, "Fucking hell, please don't smash this laptop off." Yeah, yeah. And a lot of because they're all coming in to support the teammates, and they were they were rowdy as fuck. And I was like, holy Jesus yeah. Christ! Had a few gargles ready. Oh, you want to see it? Everyone just walk right. So the crazy thing about grassroots MMA and, and, and venues like this, right? The bar is open. Cool. Everyone's having a good time. The atmosphere was, was deadly last night. It's good, yeah. Really good. Yeah. And um, so fighters are doing you know, their, 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 their pre-fight checks. They're getting, you know, their... Yeah. Uh, Checked by the ref. Yeah, um, in, in between, you know, fighters going back to you know, get hugs off their cardamom or whatever. People are walking through, wading through up points. It's, it's just mad. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? But the co-main event, um, Emil Piatek and Solomon Simon, who I'm really high on, 
Now he lost the fight in kind of controversial circumstances. I thought he actually won the fight. Um, what happened? What, lost on points? Yeah, he lost, but he was doing so well. So, um, kind of aesthetics for everything in MMA, I think. And they saw the judges must have saw uh, Piatek kind of coming forward and trying to push the action. He was basically trying to take take him down for a lot of the fight. Uh, Simon was able to kind of t- stuff every single takedown and was able to stay on his feet for the whole round. You know what I'm um, but Simon was absolutely just, just he, he was walking backwards a bit. He was being walked down by Piatek, but he was absolutely getting peppered with like these counter shots on when, when he was being pushed backwards. It was crazy. It was so, really good boxing, but the judges obviously saw something, something a lot different. They must have said, oh, well, he's pushing the action. Like he, but he was being unsuccessful. A lot of, um, Everything a lot of refs favor pressure. Like forward pressure fighters, don't they? Yeah, like the, the way I, I, I scored that fight and the way I would score every fight that kind of goes like that is that if you're not successful in your takedown, exactly, like, and damage as well, damage, yeah, is a big part. exactly. <clears throat> like, okay, so there's no so when they're up against the cage, there's no um, no, that's just stalling, basically. Yeah, like, okay, it's all well and good, you're trying to attempt to take down, but if you're not securing it, I, I, I always deem it that the fighter is losing. You know, yeah, that, well, that, yeah. that, that's a victory for the fighter who's defending. Well, yeah, exactly. If you can stuff the takedown, then it's your it's yeah. you've won that exchange. And, and that's how I saw it. And but the judges obviously didn't see the little nuanced boxing stuff that, that Simon was doing, and it was a real shame because I'm still very high on him. I think he, I think he has it's real good, potential. Good potential, really yeah, yeah. That was my fourth time seeing him, and he just looks so good still. Yeah, you know, even but though he lost, so good. Uh, he is four and one now, I think. Well, that's not too bad. You get a few more wins and see better time we look at him. For amateur, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, even Cage Warriors could, could, could yeah. go there as well, you know. But some really good. Start them off slow and walk them up in there. Yeah, there's also Liv Prendergast. Uh, it's the only female fight on the car. She'd be, um, oh God, what's her name? Dolores. Why can't I think of her second name? Is it Murphy? I, I I apologize. I don't have the scorehead in front of me, but it was she. Was part, she's part of SBG uh, D24 with Paddy Holohan, and she yeah, was amazing. Yeah. And she looks like so good. Like the two of them were just fucking winging punches. Like, Bro, like it was a brawl for the first round. <laughs> I, 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 oh, this was insane! I was like, holy shit! Every, the crowd are really into it. On their feet. They were absolutely. They were like. Owen and Ann and Sharon, every single punch out of the front of both women. It was incredible. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. second, or second, early second round, Leo Prendergast just, just shoots for this incredible takedown, like halfway across the cage, takes it down, just pummels her for a TKO. Oh, it was yeah. so good. Really, really good. But, um, good night of fights anyway, then. Yeah. Oh, really good. So she'll be on the podcast soon. But she's so good. Did you get, so, you get her on? I'm going to get her on, yeah. She, she, I got in touch with her today. She's incredible. So good. Happy days. Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to down the line. That's it. That's it. Um, didn't see KSW either. Obviously, at the fight last night too. Talk about last night's card, maybe. Yeah. So we have UFC. What the fuck were the last night? Tennessee, Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. Daniel Young. Yes, Nashville. Daniel Cormier and Brendan Foster all on the call. I tell you, I'm liking him. I'm liking the uh, Brandon I think he's good, man. Yeah, I, know, I don't mind him at all. Yeah, a lot of people are giving him a stick, but he, he's well prepared. He always prepares. You know, he knows his, he, he probably doesn't know a lot about sport, but you know he's well prepared. You know what I mean? So 
I think him and DC have a good little chemistry account. I'll tell you what, actually, last week's uh, announcers between uh, Paul Felder, Dan Hardy, and John Gooden. John Gooden. That, was that was so brilliant. good. The trio yeah, of them together probably the best deal. How much of them? So I good. That was good, yeah. Amazing stuff. Yeah, I last time. Sorry, go on. Joe Rogan, Dominic Cruz, and DC level, yeah, but they're getting there. I like Dominic Cruz, kind of. You get to be tits. Dominic Cruz is a fucking guru when it comes to MMA. Oh, he, he is. He just said the same shit over and over and over again. Underhawk, he's Underhawk, unbelievable, Underhawk. though. He knows. He knows the game. He does. He's quite, he, he is quite good. I kind of like in, in a kind of post-fight analysis role, I think. He's very serious, isn't he? <clears throat> yeah, like DC is just wild. Like DC knows what he's talking about, but he, he, he adds, he adds like oh, a bit of... Right. So, Macy Barber, JJ Aldrich. Oh, we go, the, yeah, we go from the bottom. Then, yeah, the prelims... No, it wasn't a great they, they were they were forgettable. The card itself wasn't wasn't great, really. Um, it, wasn't. it wasn't. I mean, Randall Marcos had a good win in the prelims against Angela Hill, but Angela Hill yeah, that is a good is, win actually because Angela Hill is promising, but she's kind of inconsistent. Uh, eight and six now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She is inconsistent. Yeah, she's on the verge of of sea But uh, it was good. I mean, Marcos just destroyed her with an armbar. It was just it was beautiful technique. Um. Bryce Mitchell was quite good actually I like him a lot he was the guy who, who nearly severed the bollocks off himself with a drill <laughs> do you remember what that story fuck? no <laughs> oh that's right yeah yeah because yeah yeah because yeah, when he came in last night to the doctor I was like oh, I was thinking is that the guy it is the guy yeah Bryce Mitchell that's the guy who nearly fucking drilled his poor balls <laughs> drilled his fucking dick off Jesus Christ <laughs> man that is horrific he he was, he looked really good against Bobby Moffat. That was a really actually entertaining fight. I didn't see that fight. And he that. was oh he was um really going crazy in in the post fight interview. Yeah, his balls were hot, were he? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, he never mentioned about his balls, but he, he was just kind of saying because he's from Arkansas, because he was basically giving out that people were saying that he should move out of Arkansas to to train elsewhere oh, or whatever. Is that the one that kept saying? Wait. Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. He's like, yeah, yeah. They say Arkansas isn't worth a piss, and you know, you know, they say, but well, I'm gonna stay here, stick around, blah, blah blah. This is my hometown, and give me some fucking camo shorts. That's, and that's all he literally wanted to say was Arkansas. Yeah, it was amazing. Arkansas. I will say this for Daniel Corey. I think he's actually a, a fucking terrible interviewer in the ring. I think he's absolutely shit. You know what? We can't be good at everything, yeah. The man yeah. is living. Well, nah, listen, the man can fight, no and that's all that matters, huh? No bad words to ever say about that man. He's a legend. So good. But right, let's talk about Macy Barber. The man can't Barber. Oh, listen, Macy Barber. God, I, 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 I thought, I thought, go on. Look away. She was getting pieced up on the feet. She, yeah, she was, was getting tagged. Light, she was getting lighted up. But um, it just shows you the toughness she has. She got dropped. wouldn't say too bad. She was more off balance when she got dropped. But still... To come from behind, from being dropped, from actually a very terrible fourth round, yeah, to come and then smack her with that left, and then a lovely little sequence she had with a few combinations, then hit her with the knee up against the cage. And it was just, it was just a great performance from coming from behind. You know what I mean? Showed what yeah. she's made of. She got absolutely stung, and then she was winging knees and everything in the second round, and it was and punches just. Go- she just like basically holding Aldridge with her left against the fence, yeah. and then just just was battering her with the right. Fucking JJ Holmes looks really good the first round. I was thinking to myself, like, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. Like, I was in China again, more hype. She's bleeding and she looks good. Like, her punches were very, like, tight. Everything was tight. And uh, she looked really good for us. And then she just caught, got caught with the left in the second. But Maisie Barber, man, I'm high on her. I tell you, she is, she's, she's an animal. It's hard really to believe. Is. It's hard to believe that she was fighting that strong. Strawway, the size were in the cage yeah. last night. I was it, like, what the fuck? It makes sense for her to fight a flyweight because, Definitely. like, she's couldn't too much weight on Strawway. Well, that's it. And look, it's it's a relatively new division for the women in the UFC. Yeah. And yeah. three three wins could possibly see her fight for a fucking title. You know. The one thing I will say is she lays her chin very high and she comes in with a head first. She. Uh, our striking defence needs a lot of work before she fights for the title I think I, st- I still huge on that and I still think she's an animal but I just think her defence her boxing defence is a bit suspect like she was getting eaten alive by JJ Aldrich in that first round she did acknowledge it too in the post fight say look I'm not going to get punched again you know I'm going to work on something well, yeah, and that's got fair play to you for acknowledging that it because honestly, you, you got absolutely yeah. like she did get nailed and she got like really stunned with, with, with a she was getting pieced up yeah she was it really was. I was so surprised. I was like, ah, yeah. Fuck's sake, man. But then, um, great, great second round. I do like her, and she's 7-0 and oh now, so, I mean, there's... Yeah, there's this, future. Yeah, really bright future. I like, I like her a lot, and there's obviously a reason why they're... Why they're, why they're oh, I mean, I mean, all seven and 7-3 is still game in that division. He's an animal, man. Yeah. She comes to fight every fight. Yeah, she does. I know that's such a cliche thing to say, but it's true with her. She comes to fight, man. It was, it was enjoyable. Uh, Lewis Pena came to fight, but didn't make weight. He was over by two and a half pounds. That was the nickname of yeah. probably of all time. It's amazing. It? I, I like it a lot. But, um, yeah, no. Um, he showed some really nice boxing, didn't he? Yeah. He showed some he really technical boxing. Lovely little uppercuts. He was crowning straight lefts. He, he looks good on the feet. Um, yeah, I, I thought Peterson was was actually really close to finishing with it with a with a standing very naked choke when he naked choke. Yeah, but Pena showed really good defense. Yeah, he did. He, he looked really, he looked really, defense. he looked really calm. Look really calm. Yeah, he, he always does that. That's the thing. And um, I, uh, listen, I, I I think forget about featherweight. I think you forget about featherweight. He's too big for that way. Six yeah. foot three, fighting a featherweight. Yeah, he's got to move. He's got to move. Come up. on, man. He has to. He has to go back to lightweight. Absolutely. But a uh, decent performance. Look, you had to come through a bit of adversity. I thought he was going to be, maybe he was going to be sunk in with the rear naked child, but fought well. <coughs> Showed some lovely clean box. So, overall, decent performance, yeah? Yeah, decent. I mean, it wasn't earth shattering. That's what I'm saying. And obviously, you, you, you just take into account about that, that he was two and a half pounds over, which might have given a bit of a, a bit of an edge, maybe, perhaps. <clears throat> yeah, I'd agree with that. But I could have also hindered him as well because. Cutting all that weight mm. with that frame is it's not good. Yeah. Uh, it was better than the next fight that was on the card. Juicy A Formiga against uh Davison Figueredo. I tweeted about that. Saying like that's not gonna keep the flyweight division no. on Jesus Christ. I actually knew he doves off. I just what is this? I just, it's boring. strange because Figueredo trolls hammers. Mm. And uh, he just couldn't get anything off. Juicy um, oh, Omega showed he's a little crafty veteran, kind of was able to take him down, control him a good bit. So, yeah, that's all I'll say about that for you. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, well, so what does Formiga do now? Does he? Formiga, people are saying he fights for the title. I don't know, man. Not after that. 
I still, think still give him a few fights at 35 and see how we go. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I was just saying that, that, that wasn't keeping the fucking flyweight division around very much. Why not? Okay, obviously, if they're going to get rid of the flyweight division, why not bump him up to, to Bantam? Why? Bantam, yeah, he could. He could, yeah. Why not, local, give, actually. Why not give him? Why not give him Cody Garbrandt? Why not? Yeah, well, I think Cody needs to take a bit of time off, to be honest, though. Because I think he's viciously knocked out now. So I think he needs to give his head a rest. I think it'd be a but bad matchup. I do see that it is a good fight on paper. I wouldn't worry. Um, the only thing that kind of makes sense a bit. I, I, I just have me head with it, even going further into it, really. Because I just, usually when I watch these fights, I think, oh, I, I kind of have a look and say, okay, who's, who's, who's close to him in the rankings? Who's fought recently? And, but yeah. I just, ugh. Figueroa was like 15 and 0 going into that. Yeah, he was unbeaten. Yeah, and he does first, yeah. first, first loss. So. First loss. Ever. In the most first boring. professional loss. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible, terrible fight. Crap fight, yeah. I agree. We agree. Uh, yeah, it didn't get much better in the next fight. John McDessie against uh, Jesus Pinedo. Oh my god, man. Holy fuck. <laughs> Snooze fest. Like, I, I suppose if you want to look at it as a technical standpoint, John McDessie doing well, but. Nothing really happened. You know what I mean? The whole fight, it was kind of bleeding. Point fighting almost. The crowd um, shot all over it. Yeah, yeah. And rightfully so, maybe. It was. It looked like a sparring session. Yeah. It was... Literally nothing to break down. It's just... Oh. But See, snooze fest. Here's the thing. Like, it's, uh, okay, I know they're not major players as such in the lightweight division, but with, 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 with such a talent-rich... Someone's gonna to have to start taking chances, you know. Like Desi, what's the seventeen and eight? Yeah, he's a bit of a shit. Seventeen and six, and Pinedo is like what sixteen and five, I think. You know, these guys like it's kind of okay. Yeah, you're not exactly setting the world like, but you're gonna to have to start making some waves, man, or to move down, or start making some waves here because you're just kind of holding and you're. On paper, you, you guys are, are, are names. You know, people know you. But yeah. it's just... To a certain extent. Yeah, to a certain extent. But it's a... McDessie's like, been around a long time, time, yeah? Yeah. But um, Pinedo actually caught him on a nice kick. I think it was in the second round. I think he broke from the clinch and then he threw a nice left left high kick. Yeah, that was about... That's probably the only notable thing from the halfway. So, yeah, forgettable, to say the least. Forgettable, but at least the co-main event was pretty good as well. One-sided, but I mean, it was pretty pretty good between Curtis people, Blades and Justin Willis. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying it was boring and this and that. I, I personally think that it was a fucking brilliant performance from Curtis Blades. Like, completely and utterly shut down Justin Willis' game plan from literally the first, from the second he got his hands on him. He just took him, he suplexed him about three times in a row. Yeah. Um, just pure dominance. Like, literally, it's actually one of the most dominant fights I've seen at Woodward. Yeah. Willis's yeah. wrestling is just crap. Non existent. So bad. Like, then we have to take into account. He was, he was dying to stand and trade, but oh, it's just terrible. We have to take into account, though, Chorus Blades is a fucking phenomenal wrestler. Like, one of the best in the heavyweight division. Wrestling. He's so good. He really think, is, man. He's Juco national champion. He's just phenomenal wrestling accolades. He's, he's a problem. Like, he's on being against everyone, not named Francis and Gary. 
I have like to. He's only, have to he's only two losses out against Francis. Yeah, I think he is eight yes. and two in the UFC. Something like that. Yeah, and the both losses are. Yeah, Canada. that's amazing. Like the guy is a real threat. One hundred percent. But you know 100%. what? I thought I was disappointed from him. Daniel Cormier is standing right next to you in the post for interview. Call him out. That'd be so good. He's close. He's number five. Yeah, Daniel Cormier Whoop him, I think. I think uh, well, we don't know. Don't know about you. It's hard to say. Cormier is just an animal, man. I hope he gets that Brock Lesnar fight. To be honest. Oh no! Just for his sake. For his sake. No. I think he deserves it. He deserves it. It doesn't even that deserves a big fight. It's DC. Showed up every time. For all the best, he deserves it. Cormier and Brock Lesnar is basically like a a, a soccer testimonial game. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, listen, Brock's a big fella, man. <laughs> Brock's no easy task for anybody. What's, what's I understand. He, what's he even doing like, lately? He? He's all about playing fucking fake MMA. Isn't he? Is he I still doing know. that? I, don't, I, I really don't know. Was. I really don't know. I don't know anything about him. To be honest. No, me neither. Oh, I, have, I have a, a notion. Nope. Johnny will tell you. Yeah, I'm sure I'm trying to for that bi-monthly annual uh, fucking wrestling wrestling update. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, so yeah, good, great performance. Does he go for him, Kurt? Not boring. He he, he cut down with us. He called it Steve Fabiochi. That's that's a fight that'll make a bit of sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's logical. Uh, Steve he's chasing that fucking rematch, man. He's not showing up about that rematch that's against the. DC. It must be about a year now since Steve Bates fought, is it? it seems it was like. last summer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah we're looking near on the year, I tell you. July or August, I can't remember exactly what day. Right, it's, yeah. it's, it seems like a year since he last fought. I do miss him around the place. Yeah, I love Steve A. I do, I love Steve A. And the fact that oh, yeah. I have him in my fucking goddamn thing. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of want him back. I really want him back. Yeah, that, that, that is, that's a good fight to make him versus the court player. Right, now, main event yep. of the evening, and finally, I think we can actually put the fucking Showtime kick to bed, because now we have a new Showtime Superman punch to talk about. Like, I I, when the ref said go to the two fours, I was like, holy fuck, Stephen Thompson looks so much bigger than him, did you think that straight away? Yeah. And I was like, he is ginormous, like, towards Pettis, and that's all I just kept thinking, I was like... What the fuck, man? Pez is completely um, outsized. And in fairness, um, Wonder Boy was plucking him like he was. He was landing shots. Mm. He bloodied him up. His face was a mess. Yeah, it was a mess, huh? Hell nowhere. Just this mom with the magic. Literally. I don't even, I don't even care if that sounds cringy. That was mm. madness. What I, he done. I have to say, like in, in the, the whole week, like I knew the fight car was coming up. And I said, yeah, well, like, I'm going to watch it because obviously we, we're, we're going to talk about it. And, mm. But uh, all week I was thinking, why is fight even happening? It, it makes you know no way, sense. You know what way I was looking at it, Shane? I was just looking at it as like a fun fight. I wasn't really looking too much into logistics or anything like that. I was just thinking it's just a fun fight with two good, great strikers. And that, that's literally the way I took it. Mm. Because all the way through the week, I was like, okay, this fight, I'm not trying to, the welterweight division is crazy. I was like, well, and then in my head, I was like, Stephen Thompson's just going to walk through him because it's yeah. Stephen Thompson. And 
his style is so good. Anthony Pettis, so, like he, if he lost the fight, he would have been eight and eight in the UFC. Yeah, what's he? He's, uh, he's nine and he's been seven nine, now, nine he? and seven now. Yeah. But that was that was some crazy drop off for a former champion. I was like holy shit. Mm. Um, but I think I yeah, look, he's three in a row. Remember? Yeah. And After even he lost, well, he lost, well, he lost his belt and then lost two. Even when they were walking to the cage, I was like, I'm, I'm still not that excited for the fight. Now, when, it, when, when, the, when, when the first uh, kicks and stuff are exchanged, like, okay, this, this could be interesting. Like, Pettis is, you know, okay, he's kind of calmed down the style a little bit, but he's capable of doing something. Thompson's always really good. His kicks are, are, are just so good. So good. I like Jabs. He nearly, he nearly, he nearly connected big with a with a head kick early in the fourth round. In, in the Did you notice that Pettis came out in like a Muay Thai stance? Mm. Came out in a toy stance. I was like, Jesus, this is different. And uh, he kept his hands tight. He's usually kind of flowy, but he came out in a more traditional toy stance. I noticed, which uh, obviously worked for him. I have to say, I absolutely love the corner work from Duke Rufus um, during the yeah. first and second round. Because obviously Thompson is a, is a karate style fighter, and he obviously holds himself in that kind of you know side wide side stance. Wide yeah. side stance. Mm. And every time Duke Rivers saying, "Look, all you've got to do when he kicks, just counter because his, bo- his body is wide open." And his he did it, and it was amazing. He, um, yeah, his, his legs always out there to be kicked as well. But um, the way he leaped for that Superman punch, and he just hit him clean on the bone. He just like that was a vicious KO. Let's be honest. It was that's, amazing. I know, it's, I know it's only March, but that's knockout year. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get better than that. Honestly, it was, it was incredible. I mean, you've yeah. you've got like um, so Pettis is backing up, and at this stage, I was thinking, okay, Thompson either because initially I thought that Thompson had him hurt, and that's why he's kind of backing up a bit. And then yeah. I honestly thought Thompson was actually was going, was going to finish him there. And then you know he was he was waiting. He was about to pick a shot, and then all of a sudden, like Pettis just almost feels the back of the cage and just, just leaps forward and just lands. It was unreal. It was, it was just unreal. like holy, holy fuck! Holy fuck. I couldn't believe it. It was. It was great. What the last five and seconds uh, around? I was like holy fuck. Showed a lot of toughness, and he passed it because <clears throat> his face was a mess, man. Mm. He was a. Uh, Steam Thompson was landing a few of the jabs. He's trying to sh- straight left and it looked well. He actually, I actually thought Wonderboy looked brilliant. Fourth round, I was like, Jesus, he's flown. And then he just got caught. Just got caught. That's all that happened. It, it was amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. Stephen Thompson's first knockout of his whole career. Ever. Ever. And I mean, look, Pettis, I, I think. We maybe well I underestimate. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. might have underestimated the fact that Welter, uh, excuse me, uh, lightweights and featherweights are so technically good, you know, that maybe a step up in weight doesn't actually maybe affect as, as you know, uh, you know, obviously you're you're carrying a bit more weight, but if you have the technique and the style, um, like you, like you did in, in featherweight and and lightweight, I mean, you're on a different level almost to to what the welterweights are right now. It's incredible. Yeah, like Andy Pence is not known for his power, really. Like with his hands, don't get me wrong, he's knocked people out with his kicks, but uh, he showed a lot of power in that punch, like to knock out a big welterweight. Stephen Thompson's not a small welterweight by any means. No, he's not. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, and but, just just brilliant all around. He does wonders for uh, Andy Pence's career now. 
That's so interesting. It's so interesting now because the welterweight division is so crazy right now. It's mental. It's a pity him and Ben Askren are teammates because I would have loved to see that fight. Yeah, it'll never happen. But, I mean, it's just kind of a... What happens next? Obviously, we're we're getting... um, So, obviously, we have Usman as the champion now. Woodley obviously lost a fight. Um, We've got some major players here. Ben Askren and Robert Lawler still... I'd like to see Anthony Pettis and Robert Lawler. That'd be an interesting fight. That would actually be a decent fight, yeah. I think I think you know. Look, Stephen Thompson is no slouch. That's not an easy name to to start off a welterweight career at. Especially the knockout. It's incredible. He's never made that weight. He's never been at that weight before, and and does that. It's insane. No. Madness, madness. Actually, I think Pettis did fight at one seventy before, not in the UFC though. I think I heard something like that. I think he fought once at welterweight. It's wild. But it's still mad. Yeah, I agree with you. But it's it's, it's a, crazy. That that's a victory now, I think, for anybody who is on the side of no 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 weight cut, no unnecessary weight cutting. You know, it's you can still it obviously do it. If you fight closer to your natural weight, like you get results, you know what I mean? Yeah. You get it's results. Like, I know I know people say, Oh, but I'll have a power advantage or like, yeah, but at the end of the day you're sacrificing all of your, your energy. Like it's you're basically all, killing yourself to make the weight. Exactly. Right? Like if you're killing yourself to make weight at a lower, maybe one or two weight classes below your actual natural weight. For an advantage. Yeah, it is what, for an advantage. But what advantage will you have if you can't actually land that's the traps because you're so fucking gassed out? In your mind, it's an advantage. You know what I mean? That's, that's, it. that's obviously what you do it. Like, th- like, Pet is obviously smart and he obviously realised himself, well, look, look, he can make the 155 weight, no, no problem. But he obviously realised, look, I my, my success rate since, since I lost the belt has been really poor. And maybe now I could try something different, and I'm I'm more comfortable. And no, no, I, I, sorry, Shane, don't oh. take all that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Who are you talking to? Just, just <laughs> me, brother. What's up? I was just saying that. Um, obviously, Pettis since since go off the lightweight, um, uh, lightweight division losing the belt, his career hasn't exactly been stellar there. And obviously, he thinks now that he no more weight cutting. You think but, he should stay out, by the way? Yeah, because at the end of the day, he, he can work now more on technique. He can get he can adjust his body to to the weight, and he, he probably feel more at home now because he, he's it's a it's a more natural uh, weight class form. You know what I mean? But do you but, think he'd have problems against like the wrestlers of that division? Because if he comes up against no, Mara, he, he's, that's he's, a tough tough night. It is a tough fight, but I think Pettis has actually got some really good wrestling uh, credential skills. Oh, I know. I know. This is suspect Shane. It is. He, he's he's flashy. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's got he's got some very good sweeps. Yeah, that's what he has in his locker. Yeah. he's but very agile. He's very agile. His song is basically most of his losses came from wrestlers, though. Like that is his kryptonite. We all know that. Yeah, but he got we badly beat against Dos Daniels that time. And then Eddie Alvarez wasn't it after that? Yeah. And then Barbosa. I know Barbosa is a striker, but I'm just saying he was on a bit of a. Bit of a dip, and then he'd be Jim Miller, wasn't it? Yeah. See, again, again, like he's he's beaten guys that yeah, they're names, but they're not exactly doing anything right now. Forget me, obviously. This might sound like a bit of a stretch, but I think that's one of his biggest wins ever. Last night, I think it is too, because I think it's actually quite in danger of being cut. (laughs) Which is weird to say. Possibly the Wheaties box as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, like. 
Yeah, it all went to shit from there. Yeah, yeah, it really did. But now I'm happy for him because I'm, I'm a fan of Pess. I love his fine stuff. So hopefully yeah. now he pushes on and gets a little streak on. Because like, you want to see these fighters doing well, don't you? These like, yeah. um, exciting so, fighters, you know I, what I mean? I'm interested now to see what happens. And I think the Robin Lawrence fight will, will be the perfect fight to make right now. You know what? I never even thought that is a good fight. Especially because Lawler's not going to try and take him down. Let's be real. You know what I mean? Yeah, could be a fun fight. Yeah, I agree. Why the fuck not? Yep. Speaking Never of, even thought of actually before. Yeah, well, there you go. Next week, what do we have? Oh, yeah, just just a little matter of Justin Gaethje against Edson oh, Barbosa. <laughs> there's oh, no way. There's no way that that fight could be boring. There's no way. Oh, please don't jinx it like that. I swear to God. No, I'm, I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna put my fucking all my savings on the line that this will not be a boring fight. There is Imagine no way. Come out and just start wrestling. There is no way Gaethje is taking a step back, and there's no way that Barbosa is not going to stand and tread. There's no way. If if you turn around to me, right, as a human being, and say I'm not a fan of Justin Gaethje, I just have to turn around and get the fuck out of that room. He is so good. Right. Find me, a, find me a boring fight. Find me a boring fight. It doesn't exist. We're just his, a KG. His, his last fight against... Uh, James Vick. Oh. When he nearly knocked his head off his shoulder. Dear God. Like, that <laughs> yeah. was just... What, how? <laughs> like, how the, fight, the fight before that with Dustin Poirier. Holy fuck. One of the fights of the year. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. And then the fight with Eddie Alvarez. Was unbelievable, and then the fight with Michael Johnson was unbelievable. Like you have to remember, like Gage is a former WSOF champion. Yeah, he, is that this, that's this Saturday, isn't it? Well, next Saturday. Yeah, and you know what the best thing about it is? It's early. The best thing about it is actually the um, the card because obviously our clocks haven't gone forward yet. The main oh, card is going to start at eleven o'clock. Oh, are we? Jesus, is there any other good fights on that card? Because um, I haven't got it in front of me. Like, yeah, I don't know how to get it. I'm just checking now. I'm pulling pulling up the card right now. Uh, interesting enough, another former WSOF champion, David Branch, is fighting Jack Herm- Hermanson in, right. in a co-main event. That's the co-main event, isn't it? Yeah, they're interesting. Now, am I thinking is Michelle Watson on that card? Yeah, against Carolina Kovalevich. That's a great that's fight. A fun, that's a fucking fight. And Josh Emmett as well. And against Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Yeah, Josh, Josh Emmett wasn't too far away from a featherweight shot at one stage. He yeah, just got... He got he, said, Jeremy Stevens to, to stop him. He from fucking out of space and nearly knocked his fucking head off again. He absolutely remember? destroyed him. <laughs> I actually thought Emmett was going to do it. That's why he Yeah, it's not a lot. Ross is just a fucking animal. Ross Pearson, Des Green. Mm, yeah. yeah, well, I always like watching Ross Pearson for yeah, him. He's, he's not too bad. He just... I he's he's gutsy as fuck. I give him that. Yeah, he has hard, yeah. He's gutsy as fuck. Well, is that the main card, yeah? Uh, that's that's on the prelims. Right. Oh, the, main, the, prelims? the the main card opens with uh Shaman Marais against Sadiq Yusuf. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, but Michelle Watson's on the main card, yeah. Yeah, Ray Borg is, is fighting, fighting on this card. Did you see Brendan Chubb paid for his son's medical care? Yeah, amazing. Isn't that unreal? What a man. Yeah, man. There's like lots he... of auctions. I know uh, Errol Hawani had a signed poster. I think there was an auction or something like that too. 
Well, for fuck's sake, for Brendan Shaw to pay for the whole lot, man. That is just ridiculous. Why? Like, how much does, does Brendan Shaw make? Oh, he's he's making a fortune at the moment. He has shows on Showtime and all that. Yeah, I'd imagine he gets a lot as well from his podcast and yeah, the has, stuff like that no, too. He has three different podcasts. Mm. Below the Belt, Fire in the Kid. Fire in the Kid. The Beardest Thing. It's like a comedy. He'd, he'd probably get a, a, a bit as well, wouldn't he, from um, the Joe Rogan experience as well, probably? Maybe, maybe, yeah. He's on that a lot, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Uh, what else is on this card? This is Alex Perez against Marco La Rosa, that's an interesting one. So that one's really La Rosa's always good to watch. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, it's, it's actually a good card. It's actually, on paper, it's a much better card than, than last, night. than last night's. Uh, Paul Craig is fighting. I like him. Yeah. He's fighting a so, guy that I don't he's a British, know who he is. Gosh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, where's that shit? Come on. Nah, now listen. Listen, now. We, don't wanna, the, we, we don't want to. We don't want to. the Scotland game earlier. Did I watch the Scotland game earlier? They were winning 2-0 last time I checked. They won. Yeah, they won 2-0. But they fucking lost against Kazakhstan. The fucking idiots. 3-0. I watched that. Ah, yeah. Funny, huh? Fuck them. What a, what, a, what, a, what a bunch of fucking idiots. What a bunch. <laughs> Sorry, Scotland. Love you. Love you. All the Scotland listeners. <laughs> All you Any Scotland questions, Gina? Any questions? Our fucking crowd, isn't it? Well, I hope the crowd are going to get to hear your salty fucking tears. <laughs> no, I just love uh, the old questions. Not the best. No, we don't have any of them. But come here. Fuck's sake, man. There was a fighter that came up to me last night. He wasn't fighting on the card last night. He was just. Let's have a map, did he? He was in the corner. Oh, yeah, what a fucking right in Irish. And I. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, Bobby yeah, funny, uh, Nate Enright is his name, and he, I, yeah, yeah. I, I remember writing up a, a piece about him oh, fuck, God, a while ago. But you know, he, hey, I don't even remember what I wrote. But he, <laughs> but he, but he, but he came up and he's like, "Oh, looks to write in Irish. What's your name?" I was like, "Man, Shane, don't hurt me." And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it, man. I didn't mean it. Uh, Craig made me do it. <laughs> He said, no, yeah, escape, but he was like, thanks for the write-up. And he gave me a bottle of water. I was like, oh, like fuck for that, because I'm not going to get knocked go, out. But, uh, oh, yeah, I never finished my story about the fucking lightweight belt. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so anyway. The, <laughs> yeah, it's like a sidetracked completely. But anyway, the, uh, so all uh, Emil Piatic's fans were there, right? Going mad with the belt. And they were doing the, they were kind of, you know, you know, in, in football when, lifting the trophy and swinging it around yeah. or whatever. So I'm sitting there and I'm about to stand up just to just, just to, to stretch my legs a bit mm. before the main event. So I'm trying to get in position to get a good kind of camera angle for the last yeah. to walk by or whatever. And um, I just stand up and just, just, just the strap just kind of grazes the top of my head. I nearly get knocked out by this fucking the gold part of it. I was like, oh God. No way. Yeah. Did it hit you? Nearly, nearly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that Jeez, I would have lost my first MMA event, uh, MMA belt by, t- by fucking. Would have been knocked out. TKO. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, was it was it just uh, oh, amateur card? Yeah. Yeah, just amateur card. Now next month uh, in Cork, um, their Cage Legacy are teaming up with uh, Celtic Gladiator, so it's going to be the prelims are going to be amateur MMA from Cage Legacy. Right. And right. then Celtic Gladiator are, are going to have the the main event of, of pro fights. Do you reckon the UFC will come over this year? Total? Mm, don't think so. No, because there's no there's no fires on the roster. 
There's yeah, they usually There's Joe Duffy, but he's coming off mm. like a few losses now. He's the only him and Conor McGregor are the only two Irish fighters, aren't they, in the UFC? Yeah, on the yeah. roster, yeah, yeah. So I think in in that regard, I think now, yeah. we don't have anybody to really no. kind of. We don't. We actually don't. We have nobody. They won't. Yeah. Now, see, Bellator snapped up all of the of the upcoming yeah. battles, so they'll be back over yeah. September anyway. Yeah, I'll go to that. Will you now? I'll actually go to that. Yeah. Will we get credential this time? We'll, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Hopefully. Touch fucking wood. Touch wood. I don't have any wood in here. Oh, yeah. Use your head. You have plenty oh. of wood in that head. Plenty of wood in that head. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to match ready? Oh, balls. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Guys, it's been a while. I owe you a point, don't I? No, I think you beat me by two. I beat you? I think you did. I'll have to I'll have to double check for anyone not listening. Craig messaged me last week before the London card and said, "Here, do your picks and the 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 most winners has to buy." I think that's fair. That's fair. Buy buy the winner a pint. So yeah. in Daily Man Park where the Bohemians play. Oh, I can't wait on buzz for this match. So, oh, we lost our first game against Cork though. Yeah, fuck me, man. But it was going to end sometime, wasn't it? Yeah, but and now right. So obviously we're supposed to play Dundalk on Friday night, but now they're actually rescheduling that for April the fifteenth. Yeah, and, the fourteenth, I think. Is which it? means 14th. now, which means now that we have to play about five games seven in games. seventeen days or something like that. Seven games in a month. That's to play. Shambles. That's crazy. Shambles. Yeah, that's crazy. That congestion of fixtures just does that. I don't, I don't understand why they can't just. That, you know, yeah, that kills teams like us. Of course, it's for amateur teams. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. Why can't the FAI in their infinite fucking wisdom just say, okay, well, you know what? Because you haven't the, got any, that's fucking... Yeah, fair enough. The, but the, the FAI Cup, right, and, and the, the EA Sports Cup, a lot of teams are going to be out of that, in, in, you know, Early, yeah. around August. Mm. And obviously they're going to have a bit of a gap between... We're going to win it this year. So why not just just play them there? Because <laughs> you know, because we might have about a gap of three weeks at a home game. Yeah, I agree with you. It's just, it's ridiculous, man. It, it really is. There's no thought process behind it whatsoever. Yeah, it's a bit of a shambles. But I'm looking forward yeah, to getting is. back at Ash against St. Pat's on Friday. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's all ticket now, yeah? You need to buy your tickets online. I have it already. Good man, it's going to sell out. We're going to have our third yeah. successive home game. Sell out. Fucking great problem to have, isn't it? Absolutely. Turn on, turn on my fans. So if you're listening and you're from faraway places, coming out to Daily Pound Park on Friday night, you might be yourself and Craig. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Really, Shana. Well, that's it, I think, for another another historic week uh, from the Running Art <laughs> Podcast, the world's greatest podcast. Sorry, yeah. Severe. Take that, Severe MMA. Yeah, we're moving into your territory. Look yeah. at me, look at me. I'm the real podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking are doing well, we're doing well. Are we? We're doing all right. We're doing okay. We're getting by. We're getting by. Anyone? If, uh, I'll tell you what we could do with it. Actually, you reached a milestone. You didn't tell. You, you oh, reached yeah. a bit of a milestone. Reached a bit of a milestone. I am still thirty. No, we have over eleven thousand <laughs> views on the website now. About eleven thousand two hundred and fifty. That'd be crazy, honestly. Now, to be fair, there's fuck all advertising going to this. We don't have a sponsor. We're kind. Mm. I'm kind of doing this off my own back. Yeah. Um, it's just obvious, isn't so it? I appreciate. All 11,247, I'm just looking at the stats here, of you for reading tripe after tripe after tripe. Now, um, 
Who played you, man? I think it's great. Honestly. Well, listen, if we get 11,000 listeners to the podcast, I'll be happy there's. Fuck's sake, yeah, that's all. We need to, uh, you need to advertise the podcast a bit more, that's all. And then, Do I know, yeah? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Craig there with a fucking marketing degree. Yeah, marketing is, I'll, I'll be head of the marketing department, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll make up a new role for you like I do with John Delaney in the FAI. Yeah. Executive <laughs> marketing director. I'll even pay you three grand a month for rent. Pay me rent, yeah. <laughs> pay your rent and advertise your podcast. That's all we want yeah. from the show, isn't it? That's it. That's it. Yeah, and you know what? Now we're going to be on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're all in the usual places. Tell a friend. Share. Do what you like. Yep. <clears throat> MMA to the masses and other shy talk in between. <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what more do you want? News and nonsense. That's the new segment. I should get a jingle. News and nonsense yeah. with Craig yeah. and Shane on the right thing I read podcast. Then I'll just hang up. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I think, I think most people probably probably done that at this stage anyway. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening, ladies, gentlemen, whoever you are, boys, girls, whatever in between. We shall talk to you next week after Justin Gaethje and Edson Barbosa have an all-out war. We'll accept all that. Um, Eddie Alvarez and Demetrius Johnson's uh, one championship debut. And all the other news and nonsense brought to you by nobody. (laughs) Oh, wrap it up, folks. Wrap it up. Until next week, I'll talk to you later, Craig. Have a good week. Bye. Welcome back to the Writing Irish podcast. It has been a million hours since we've done the last one. Um, what happened there? Was the, I thought there was a gremlin there in the background. No, that's just me. I was trying to think. And I came up with a weird noise. Jesus Christ. You could audition for the new gremlin movie. Oh, I'll tell you what. If this shit doesn't I'm work joking, out for I'm me. Joking. I'm buzzing uh, for tomorrow's card, yeah? UFC 2 Trey is tomorrow. Ireland drew tonight. No MMA questions. All about the RTE player, Shane Duffy's head. Just tell you and yeah, yeah, of course. Can I tell you something? I'm not answering any of them. It's MMA related on nothing. Well, That's just the way it is, Shane. Well, here, here's the thing. Like, it, it's not even any questions. It's just comments of throughout the game right. about how, 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 bad how bad it was, how good it was, and then how equally shit it was. And then... RTU player and chained up his head. Do they realise this is an MMA podcast? Well, not a fucking Ireland podcast. I mean... Oh, also, there's kind of a few people saying, I'm never eating a Danish again at a protest. Why? <laughs> Just, I think when we... Uh, when we conceded, I think, or when we were under the, under the cosh a little bit. Just upset with life? Or maybe just the fact that they're sick of playing Denmark every fucking other two months. Yeah, I'm sick of the whole football discussion now, to be honest with you. You're sick I'm of buzzing this. tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> All right, UFC 238 is tomorrow, and King Henry Cejudo is taking on young Marlon Moraes. Mm. Who have you gotten that fight before? Phantom Wade. I have Henry Cejudo in this fight. Yeah. I, li- I like Marlon Moraes a lot, but I think Henry beats it, but... Right, why, why, why? Hang on, we'll get, it, we'll get to all that good stuff. Just why, just why. We're going to get to all that good stuff now in a minute. So sh- I like picks. Picks on the favour. Hush your mouth now, right? 13 fights on, on the card tomorrow, and all 13 actually fucking checked in. Made way. Made way. Yeah, yeah, Pray it's become the team now. B. Yeah, it's like a new, yeah. a new trend actually making Yeah, way. everyone's making like, way nowadays, yeah. I like it. I don't know. I, I like it as well because you don't have the fucking fights falling out. In one way, I like it, right? But in another way, it's kind of 
you kind of wish to reload because they might say, "Fuck you, we need to have this these extra weight classes in here now." I'm against extra weight classes. Shake classes, shit up a bit. I'm against them. Yeah, so, I'm against extra weight classes. They just water down the division. Do you know what they should have done? Have less fires in East Division. It just, it's just, it won't work out. Well, I guarantee if you put 165 division there. I think you're talking about 195 division. I wouldn't put that either. You just water down 205 and then you water down 185. And then it just becomes diluted. You know what I mean? You have people jumping from one um, way to the next way. And it just becomes like a, it just becomes a joke. So I'm happy. I'm happy with the weights. It's always been this way. There's never been really much of a problem. I know people miss weight in the series, but I'm happy the way it is. I, I like it the way it is. You know what I mean? There is some fighters that, are in between or that could easily fight at 165 or 170 or 155 you know what I mean but I'm alright with the way it is Craig hates change no change I don't hate change I just think it's, it'll just dilute the divisions you know what I'm saying because you have legit fighters at 155 jump to 165 and then like what 155 becomes like a wasteland you have no fighters there anymore do you get what I'm saying I'll tell you what they should just it make... becomes thinner it thins it out for one night only, they should make a 165-pound title, right? For between Ferguson. What's the point then? For, no, just for one night. But hear me out now, because I want Ferguson and Cerrone to, to play a five-round fight. I don't want this three-round fight. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And then they, then they can scrap it. Out the way that it's at. Then they can scrap 155 it. 155 is grand. You know what I mean? Like, they both made weight. Mm. So what's the problem? There's actually, I'm doing like a little deep dive on this card. There's some fucking great cards uh, mm. on this card. Yeah, do you remember this we made about future champions? And I said Tatiana Suarez. Yes, you did. She's fighting tomorrow. Should I call her the woman Khabib, yeah? Need an answer off. See yeah. her style? Mm. Her style of fighting is ferocious. Are you excited about that fight? She had cancer. Do you know that? Who, Tatiana? Yeah, she had cancer. She had to pull out of the Olympics. Wild. I didn't actually hear that. Well, that's, that's a big story on her. I'm a big fan of her. I hope she fucking... She's the next champion, in my opinion. Yeah, man. 7-0. She's uh, fighting Nina Ansaroff. Nina Ansaroff, yeah. yeah. That's a tough yeah. fight. No, it's not. She's going to blow through her. Guarantee you she takes her down the first... Possibly. The, the, first, the, the, first round, she'll take her down. The rest is just... It's ridiculous. Yeah, For I... I 15, straw weight. I really like her. I think she'll probably move up in, in eventually. Yeah, but let, let's get the bell first and then we'll see what happens. Uh, there's a fight on the card that I'm really looking forward to it's kind of hasn't really got much attention outside of you know obviously Ferguson Cerrone and the two title fights it's tied to Ivasa against uh, Blago even oh, I, think yeah. I, I think that's a really fun fight tied to Ivasa is just like a fan favourite really isn't oh, he like, he reminds me of a Mark Hunt doesn't he like he's very like Mark Hunt but, but um, this is a really he's come off fight. a big loss he's yeah, come he off is. a big loss his first loss actually as well JDS pick, picked him apart. He did. JDS used like very precise striking. I think it was a bit too quick for him, if, if I'm being honest. Hmm. People thought that JDS was on a bit of a slope, but the kind of like people sometimes people thought that JDS was like the gatekeeper to the heavyweight division, but we've seen how that worked out. But Tell you two of us has a good future, you know what I mean? Do you see him lately? He looks slim. Like, yeah, he looks slim. good. He looks good. Yeah, yeah, it looks, looks like that, looks that fight with JDS kind of really helped him out. Woke him up. Yeah. Well, right. he, he, like, look, um, Blago even up as well. He's lost to Junior Dos Santos as well. 
That was his last fight, was it? No, was he, as well. he beat Ben Rothwell, I think. Yeah, he, he beat Ben Rothwell. I think it was... Um... After that? Yeah, he yeah he did. He won After that? Enemy decision, yeah. Jesus Christ, did I remember that fight? Yeah, again, just so much. So yeah. much. Like, and yeah, you have to you keep almost forget it. about these little and, things. Like, But this yeah. is a big fight for the two of them because what, they're ranked... I think Taito Ivasa is ranked number 10. And even though he's ranked down, number 14. So, that, it's a big fight for heavyweight, you know? And fuck all he knows what's happening later down the line. We don't know what's happening with the rest the, of this. A big yeah. win, a big impressive win in heavyweight can go a long way, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, if you look impressive at heavyweight, you could be catapulted right up the top. Oh, yeah. That's the way it is in heavyweight, look, you know what I mean? Look at the division itself. Like, it's, it's, it's so it's tough. Very, yeah. It's very tough. Exactly. Mm, it is. Uh, yeah. So the, that's anyway, the, those are the fights going, I'm looking going, forward to. If we're going through the fights, I know you made a comment that the UFC doesn't know how to market champions and all, right? Mm. And I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think this card is different because Tony versus Cowboy, right, is by far the biggest fight on that card. Let's be honest. It is. Yeah. It, it's by far the biggest fight. There's two title fights, yeah. And that's still the biggest fight. So that's saying something. And still nobody. But see, I I think, yeah. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Tony Ferguson Dolceroni is the draw here, absolutely. That's because the biggest fight. Without without, without the, those that, sorry that fight in the card, there's absolutely no way this pay per view does big numbers at all. No, but do you know why though? The new format with ESPN Plus, you have to you have to sign up for the subscription. And yeah. then you have to put, you buy the pay per view. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit mad. It's a, it's a weird model. You know, like there's not a lot of fans that are gonna get behind that. Like not a lot of fans want to buy a whole subscription to buy a pay per view. Well, see, so they, were, they were offering this thing. I'm not sure if they're still doing it for this fight. It possibly is for new subscribers. They said buy the pay per view and you get a year's worth of ESPN Plus. Right. Which, I don't like, know. Which we, it, we isn't too bad. We're sorted. We are sorted, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, but I don't think anyone's really going to say, oh, fuck them. $65 for Henry Cejudo and Marlon. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's, that's a great fight. And it's a great fight. But coming back to kind of the promotion thing with the UFC or whatever, look, obviously the build-up has all been Tony Ferguson Cerrone, and there's a reason for that. Like, It's, it's huge. It's and, the biggest fight. Art, yeah, and it's amazing because there's two title, amazing title fights on the card as well with four great fighters. And I think what Henry Cejudo did the other day, coming out as a fucking king, dressed king up and all French. that. That's oh, that yeah, absolutely. And because I think he realized himself that the only way I'm going to end up, you know, being advertised here or get promoted is to promote myself here. 100%. I couldn't and agree with you. No matter how stupid he looks, it's getting people talking. Like, you want to see social media yesterday when it, or the other day when it happened. I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, people are going nuts saying, oh, I fucking hope Mariah smashes this clown. And, like, that that works as well, you know, for, for yeah. his favour. Yeah, look, the thing is, right, um, Cejudo's always being cringy. He's oh, always yeah. being cringy, yeah. Did you know he's a gold medalist in the Olympics, yeah? Oh, yeah, he never talks about it, though, especially in the first person. Henry Cejudo is great. Henry Cejudo has this and Henry Cejudo has that. Henry Cejudo so likes talking about Henry Cejudo in the first person all the time. It's going to be interesting to see what he's like at Bantamweight, though, isn't it? Like, like he's looked so good at Flyweight. I'm 
very interested to see now 10 pounds up in weight. You know what I mean? He's going to look less dehydrated, mm. more energy. So this is going to be a good fight. It's a good fight on paper. Yeah. This is a real tough test for him because... Oh well, my God, Marlon, I mean that, that. Well, that being said, I mean I thought TJ was a big fight for him too, and obviously uh, DJ was was a big fight. But you look at Marais' last three fights, like three finishes in the fourth round. Monster, like He's a monster, and he He's an absolute against, monster. Like the way he defeated Alderman Sterling, went through Jimmy Rivera, and submitted Rafael also. That's That's crazy. Crazy. No one submits a sunset. But the thing is, when he came in to the UFC, he lost against Asuncio. Do you remember? Yeah. The split decision. His first yeah. fight in the UFC was a loss. So to come back from that to win three on the trot, it really shows a lot. Against about those guys, especially Algerian Sterling. Yeah. He's a stud That's in the division. Do you remember that? It, it was kind of a knee slash kick. Mm-hmm. Algerian Sterling went in. I don't know what he threw, but he got flatlined. Do you remember that? Yeah, I sure do. Yeah. But here's so, the thing now. I mean... Look, we obviously Cejudo obviously beat TJ within what thirty seconds of of the first round. Who? Uh, Cejudo. Cejudo beat who? Dillashaw. TJ. Oh, TJ. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and then DJ. Yeah, he obviously had that really, really, really solid performance against uh, Johnson to get the title. Mm, a lot of people said he lost that fight, but uh, I, don't, I didn't see it. No, I don't. I know, know. It, it was close, though. It was close. Yeah. Uh, obviously, then Sergio Pettis beat him well, and then obviously beat Wilson Heiss really like he's got power, he's got really good ground game too. Like it's a really interesting fight. If it's, if, I have a feeling though that Cejudo's going to use his wrestling. This fight, there's no way he's going to stand with Marais. No, if, if he does, the, the he's equal, knocked out. The equalizer is the wrestling. You know what I mean? He's Cejudo's wrestling. There's no, there's no one else off the chart. From, 125 up to 135 that can match his wrestling. It's as simple as that. No, it's There's no one else with the pedigree of wrestling. Um, is it, like I know it is a joke to say he's Olympic gold medalist, but it is true. If you're on that level, why not go back to the well and use your wrestling? But he's shown he has got the power to knock you out. He's knocked out TJ Dillashaw. But Marlon Moraes' stand-up is wicked. It's oh, crazy. Dangerous. His his left high kick, you know the switch kick he throws. Yeah. He throws it so fast, and he's just he's good from any angle. His striking is slick. It's tight. There's no fat on it. There's no. It's not. It's not sloppy. Everything's tight. It's precise. So I think it's going to be a really good fight. I think I am going to go with Cejudo, but I would not be surprised if Marlon Moraes got to finish. Actually, finish Cejudo because well, I think that. Left that switch kick is just too fast sometimes. You've only to look at who Marais trains with. You know, Mark Henry is like one of the best in the game. Eddie Alvarez. Fuck, I mean, there's like. Like, in terms of kind of like striking, and uh, he's one of the best teams. Like, yeah, Mark Henry is great. He's unbelievable. Absolutely. He's insane. Yeah. Whatever Um, shadow of a day. It's just what, like, it's going to be such. I, I'm really excited it's a about it. Yeah. Paper. Like, it is. I, I think if Sahuro, I, 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 I wouldn't mind necessarily seeing a stand and bang fight. I think it'd be exciting, but I hope Sahuro 
goes in with a, with a smart game plan because I think you're gonna find really. He good, has to use the rest. Yeah, if he takes no, a step, if, if he takes a step back that. early, well, we know no, what's gonna no, happen. No, he can't. He can't. Um, I, I remember Sehulo fought Joseph Benavides and lost a close split decision, and then he came out and fought um, Wilson Hayes, yeah, mm. and he came out in like a karate stance. You remember that? And he yeah. finished Wilson Hayes, but he he can't. He can't stand against Moraes for longer than, I don't know, two minutes, three no, minutes. On not, the, not the Terry's on, anyway. No, they're both on, they're both on a decent little run now, in fairness. But Marlon Moraes just looks like it. Oh, I don't know. He just looks great lately. So does Cejudo. So that's why that's it's so intriguing. Yeah. It is a really interesting fight. I, I, just, it, it I, I just wish that the UFC kind of maybe promoted it a bit more because it is an exciting fight. It really is. Yeah, I agree with you. But then again, if you're not a fan of the sport, uh, it's hard to kind of... Yeah, well, see, that's the thing, like, of... because, uh, you know, for, like, I think people, even casuals, know who Donald Cerrone is. Oh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, they know exactly who he is. Yeah. Exactly, they know exactly who he is. I don't think people really know who Valentina Shevchenko or Jessica I are unless you're really involved in the sport. Well, uh, it's a P. It's a P. That's a, well, this is a this is an interesting fight. I I don't. I'm I'm trying to make it in my head make a case for Jessica I. I just don't know. Like she is coming off three, three wins in a row. Three wins in a row. Yeah. Three decision wins in a row. Two of them are close. Though. Just say something. Yes, you can. Valentina Shevchenko is gonna butcher Jessica I. Yeah. See, Jessica I is so weird though because. Right, she's on a three-win streak right now, but she's gone like before that on a four-fight losing streak. Right, that, that's on the verge of getting caught. I'm not trying to shit all over Jessica, right? But she has no power. Her wrestling is not that slick. Um, her stand-up is weak. She has no submissions. Not that she has no submissions. They're not. She's uh, she's won once. By submission, yeah, she's the only one. You know what I'm trying to say, she's not dangerous from anywhere, yeah. She grinds fights out, hmm. but Valentina Shashenko is a fucking savage, Shane. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest, let's see the way they train, it's really fucking crazy. Her and her sister, yeah, fucking crazy. <laughs> they go away, besides... fucking backwards and do fucking just like chop shit, wood and crap. And just... Come on, Valentina Shashenko, striking is ridiculous, it's so sharp. And well, even her ground game is good. She has, she got great submission skills. Yeah, remember she uh, submitted uh, Juliana Pen- uh, was there? Yeah, Pen- 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 Amber. Yeah, She's, and uh, 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 Cachoeira as well by Rear Naked Choke. Yeah, exactly. She has a locker, and she took um, Amanda Nunes to five rounds. Yeah, and split beer. decision. Split decision. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really so good fight, good. actually, too. But there you go. She lost to Amanda Nunes. Yeah, for the title. So, I'm gonna go Valentina on that one. I yeah. think so too. I think that fight with your Jajic as well. I think that that's that was a great fight. But I think the way she just was able to pick her apart too. Like, I mean, like your Jajic herself is an absolute savage. Yeah, but like Valentina's Muay Thai is just so it's so dangerous. You know oh, I mean? it's crazy. Yeah, I, it is. It really is. I keep saying like as good as our punches. Everything's real tight, isn't it? It's so yeah. tight. Like. Uh, like again, I I want to try and make a case for for no, Jessica, but but I can't. I, can't let you. I, I, I think can't let you. look, the problem is is that Jessica like she might grind her way to like a decision victory She's every now and again. Especially That's on the, the ground where Valentina is so dangerous. 
I th- listen, I think that took everyone by surprise that she's dangerous on the ground because we haven't really seen it mm. up until we've seen it. If you get me, you know what I mean? We've only seen her striking. Exactly. So I think people kind of yeah. put, you know, all their stock into maybe defenders to her boxing and take her down. Then they're like, oh shit, she's actually pretty good nah, on the ground. A Muay Thai is vicious. Our knees, our kicks, our oh, leg yeah. kicks, our high kicks, everything is vicious. Oh, in, in, so, the, cl- um, in the clinch, she's an absolute water. She's a savage. She is. She's a savage. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I agree. And now you, have, now you have big one, Tony. And Don, I wrote a preview for this during the week, and it was fucking. Fighters give me shivers, Shane. Yeah, it was actually impossible to actually write a preview of uh, because the styles are so fucking insane. Like ground game, they're equals on the ground. Absolutely, no fucking question about it. You think they're equal on the ground? I I think so. Right. I th- I think Ferguson has a bit of an advantage because I think he's longer in his yeah, legs. He's more of a triangle. Specialist, he is, but I but that being said, like I think they're absolutely insane. If this fight goes to the ground, it's going to be a fucking interesting watch, such an interesting watch. If it stands for even more so, going to be massively insane because the way Ferguson stands, like yeah. Cerrone like is, is so good, uh, and his boxing is so good now. It's so yeah. unbelievably good now. It's 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 come on leaps and bounds. Cause I think he's now. able to mix it up a little bit more. Yeah, um, and his his, you know, his kickboxing is so good. He doesn't necessarily rely on leg kicks anymore. Head kicks. Although he put fucking a lot of Quint on his arse with a kick, yeah, a front kick oh, straight yeah. through the middle. Um, I did, I, I got back and forth with this fight every day. Yeah, I I can't. I I'm looking like I've got all the stats. I've got all the bullshit in front of me. I I can't still pick. I I'm gonna go with uh, Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I'm gonna my, go with him. My, my, why? Because he's a madman. Because when the gong gets tough, Tony Ferguson just comes alive. Hmm. He does. You remember when he got dropped against Andy Pettis? That won't yeah. come up. Oh yeah. He actually butchered Pettis after that. The, it's like the, the thing to that, say you know who's gonna win. You're a lawyer. You know what I mean. You just oh yeah. It, it, you it's there's such a hard fight, and it's a shame we're not getting five rounds of because then you'd you'd know you know pretty much where they're at. It is a shame. It is a shame. But three three is nice. You know what I mean. It's quick. It, it, there's more urgency for the finish. You know what I mean. Not that they need urgency to finish each other, but. The one thing that that would have me worried about Ferguson, and, and it's the only reason why I'm slightly leaning towards Cerrone in this fight, well, maybe two reasons. I I think for the fact that I'm not say not gonna say it's it's a long layoff. He's fought in October, and I think it's it's because Cerrone is so much more active. But also, I think the fact that Cerrone's boxing is so much better now, and it's really good. And I think the way Tony, uh, his stance and the way he pushes forward, I think that will suit Cerrone's style in, in, counter, in countering him. I think and Ferguson has been has been dropped, as you say, a couple the of times. Is, though, I do agree with you, but the thing is with Tony, he never lets you settle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cowboy fights well when he's settled. You know what I mean? When he's in a groove, when he gets his combinations off. Yeah. But Tony doesn't let you do that. Tony is in your face. He's hitting you with elbows, knees, kicks, spinning elbows. They're always kind of guessing. Yeah. 
where well, the attack is Tony is, is just a crazy pressure fighter. That's what I'm saying. And Cowboy struggles against them. We've seen that. This will be... Inter- I'm, I'm so... this. I know it's always cliche when you, when you talk about who takes the first step backwards, but for this type of fight... None of them. It no, is. They just meet each other and stand up. What, what, I, what I fear might happen early, and I don't want it to, because I, I want to get a feeling out process for them, is if Tony is going to rush towards Cerrone, I just hope that Cerrone doesn't get involved into a brawl and just throw a, a crazy high kick, get taken down, and leave himself open. You don't uh, want to see that on the ground? No, don't get wrong, I, I do. No, don't get wrong, I really do want to see it on the ground, but I want to see early kind of how how they're both setting up here and, and see who's going to stand in the pocket. Like, will Tony just stick stick and move or will he stand there in the pocket and will, will Cerrone get off some really nice counter punching? I, 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 that's an early kind of indication as to how to fight. I want to see that fight, that kind of fight happen first and whatever happens after that, by all means, make it an absolute fucking brawl. I don't care. Well, the thing is, though, like, everyone has a game plan except, until you come up against Tony. You know what I mean? Tony, as he doesn't let you settle, you you cannot settle against Tony Ferguson because he throws elbows, knees, he throws everything. Oh yeah, he's wild. I mean, so even when you think you can't settle, you can't because he's just in your face constantly, throwing new things, looking for just different ways to haunt you. Tony I, is vicious, man. I think if anyone can handle that sort of onslaught, I think it's around. Now, he has been testing himself, obviously, with his chin and things like that before. and But he seems a totally different animal these days. He seems... Yeah, his kid. I, I, yeah, exactly. Kid, I think yeah. ever since he had the kid, he just seems just this new kind of lease of life. He's not jumping into fights every fucking two weeks or three weeks or whatever. Now, I know this is a month. This is a quick turnaround, though. It is a quick turnaround about a month. You know, and that was a fucking uh, a three round fight as well. When he, he won. Yeah, and, and no, it was a five round fight against Aloy Quinte. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry, you're right. Yeah, so and that cra- was a bit, it wasn't a war, but was it? No, it but he still, ta- still takes it out of you too, you know. Oops. And I like, no disrespect to Aloy Quinte, I like him a lot, but he, Tony Ferguson's a different fucking beast. Oh, 100%. 100% when you take into account your training Tony you know, Ferguson so. is coming off 11 for winning streak that is mental yeah that's crazy Harry he's only lost yeah. three times yeah his last loss was in 2012 if I'm I might yeah. be wrong about that but I think it was against Michael Johnson 2012 yeah you're right last yeah, was. yeah. I'm sure look at him. and now look at him now Fishing yeah Fucking that was crazy. his last loss that's like that's crazy when you think about it oh it's wild like, he's been in yeah. the UFC since, what, 2011? Like, it's crazy. He came through tough. He won the tough. He won. He's a tough champion. Yeah. yeah. It's fighter, so... He's that's, a, that's a great fight. He's like, fought some interesting guys. Even if you have, even if you like MMA just a little bit, isn't that a dream fight to watch Shane? Absolutely. It's just a shame that we're not getting it a five-round fight. But listen, I understand why it's on the pay-per-view. I totally understand it. Yeah, they needed to beef up the card a little bit. Absolutely. On the type of view. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Card, yeah. Interesting, though. Yeah. I mean, Another I one, uh, fucking Aljamain Sterling and Pedro Munoz. Yeah, Munoz. I bet they go into I was, I was going to say, just maybe go through maybe 
two more fights that are going to the whole car. Like, one, you go know, through. Like, no, but, no, but, like, we, we talk about that Pedro Munoz fight against Aljamain Sterling. That's a really fun fight. Aljamain Sterling is... He looks great lately. Yeah, he does look good. I, I, Jimmy Rivera, that win was impressive. Yeah, it really was. He's on three fights. Like, like that loss to Marlon Marais really shook him up too because he took a that that crazy he got flatlined. Yeah, flatlined. And yeah. he's been in there with some tough guys too. Obviously, he had a loss against the Sunso. He beat Burrell. Um, Cody Cody Sam and Jimmy Rivera is big is his biggest one possibly. Brett Johns, it's hard to really take any stock out of Brett Johns, really newcomer into the UFC. But he's looking yeah. really, really good now. I think, look, obviously the guys at uh, Ray Longos and, and, and uh, Matt Serra, like, they have a good stable of fighters there. And Aljamain Sterling is, is definitely one that could really, if he gets a bit of consistency in, inside himself, yeah, for sure, he can, he can make a charge for that title. But he, he, I think yeah, he, he can take her in here. I think... Um... It's hard to say. Aljamain Sterling's wrestling is really good. He is a good wrestler, but I think sometimes the striking lets him down a little bit. Like he's not bad on the feet, but he's not. He's not compact. Like he's not. When you look at him fighting, it looks a bit flippy, flappy. It's hard to explain. That's like, what I'd be worried about him if he stays on the feet. Striking seat. is not. He's not. He's like he's not convincing on the feet, you know what I mean? You don't ever look at him and think, oh, he's gonna knock someone out. Yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't have the frame for. No. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have the power. He does have power. It's just that when you when you're with Sarah and 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 Ray Longo, like they, yeah, they, they, it's all the jitsu, pretty much. That's that's solely what they're based on, and that's where they've pretty much found their success, especially Matt Sarah as a fighter. Um, but yeah, like I mean, if, if Sterling stands and bangs with 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 with. Uh, Wait, Rivera. I mean, I mean. No, uh, Pedro Munoz. Oh, Rivera. Jesus Christ, Pedro Munoz. Um, it's gonna be a battle because he, well, he beat Cody Garbrandt like, like ran through him. That was a great fight. Uh, yeah, beat Brian Caraway, and we also beat Brett Johnson. Too. Like, he's on three fight winning streak, but that win against Garbrandt was crazy. You remember that fight? Oh yeah, that was a dog fight. The two of them were well in it. Cody him with some heavy punches. But um, overall, Cody just got a little bit wild in that fight. He was a little bit complacent. Cody, he's a weird fighter nowadays. He just gets sucked into broads and leaves himself well exposed. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's going to be a good fight, though. Yeah, I mean, look, we, I think we all know the advantage on the ground is probably staring at this fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his grappling is actually very it's, it, it is good he, he does have really good grappling um, Aljamain Sterling it's he's he looks comfortable he's, he's much more comfortable on the grappling department than he is um, on the striking department because that win against Jimmy Rivera was that was a real eye opener to me oh yeah like, Jesus man he, he's grappling is it's tight and Another bantamweight fight on the card that I'm really looking forward to. We're getting kind of spoiled. There's actually some really good bantamweight fights. Jimmy Rivera against Peter Yan. Fuck. Yeah. It's going to be a fight. That's one of my fucking... Um, it's going to be a fight. That's one of her... Like, one of our guys. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, fuck. Peter Yan's boxing is so slick. Oh, he's, just, he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. He is. I'm telling yeah, you. He could be champion by the end of the year. Do you remember where? I don't know. Have you got it in front of you? I think he's coming off a two fight losing streak. 
Who got that? Uh, I know. He's not. He's he's very patchy. Uh, he 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 beat Thomas Almeida, lost to Marlon Moraes, beat right. John Dodson, and lost to Aljamain Sterling. All oh, right, right, right. So he's yeah, right, it is patchy. win like win one to lose one. So he's a bit scattered, but like a Michael Bisping. Yeah, look, the pattern will tell you that he's going to win the fight if you're to go by the pattern. But Peter Yan is an absolute fucking uh, monster. Uh, He's not yeah, Pierre Yan, I'm very high on him at the moment. Um, it's a tough matchup, though, because Jimmy Rivera is no joke. I know he has a patchy record there that you're at the same mm. in previous fights, but that's a, that's a tough fight, Shannon. Oh, it is. Yeah, I mean, look, look Jimmy Rivera is, is, is as fucking tough as they come, like, tough, yeah. tough as the nails. But the problem is, though, is that he's coming up against a guy who... Yeah, he's just fresh. He's... Oh, he's on like oh, he's on a seven fight win streak, and he's unbeaten in the UFC since he joined it like last year. Last he's just year. fresh. Peter Yan is like a breath of fresh air now at the moment. His his boxing is is some of the slickest boxing in the whole UFC at the moment, in my opinion. As I say, he's got some crazy power. Like I mean, that fight against Douglas Andrade, like he he stopped him due to a corner, like like the corner pulled him out. The fight against Dodson, a lot of people were like, oh shit. Is this the end? Not the end, but has he got found out a little bit? You know, Peter uh, Yan. But no, I don't listen, think so. I'm still on the hype train with him. I am too. I think uh, those th- those three those rounds would be good from. Like exactly, you don't need to fight a couple of times. You don't need to fight like you do need to fight these people to be found out. You know what I mean? You do need to be. There has to be questions raised. That it's, there's going to be no interest in you whatsoever. Yeah. Do you know what like, I mean? Dodson's kind of his stock is kind of on I don't want to say it's unfair it's unfair to say he's on the way on the way out, but No, he is know, a bit. He's he's, a bit. he's he's his stock has kind of fallen. And you know, he's again he has to find his feet at Bantelberg obviously since the flyweight division's gone to make a run there because obviously he fought DJ twice and I came up short both times. But yeah. I just yeah, I, I I can't really like that win against Dawson is is good from fighting a ranked fighter, fighting a, uh, a former title challenger. I know I a different weight class, but those rounds are down to him. And the power, like he doesn't have to go fishing for for finishing punches because he has it in his locker. He just he just needs to be compact and, and just do what he's always been doing. Yeah, exactly. And I think the momentum is all with him now at the moment. I am, and as I said, it's not going to be a t- it's not going to be an easy fight. Jimmy Rivera is a not a tough or not an easy um, opponent. So this is arguably his, his toughest fight, realistically. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, he's got more to lose than Jimmy Rivera. Like if Jimmy Rivera knocks off Peter Yan, he knocks off uh, uh, an up and comer. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he knocks. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's good for Jimmy Rivera, but it'd be t- it'd be pretty bad for Peter Yan to lose this fight. I think, especially the way. At the moment that Rivera is, he's, he's up and he's down, up and he's down. He's very inconsistent. Yeah, I agree. Very inconsistent. Um, like, Peter Yan is like this up-and-comer, you know what I mean? This prospect. Mm. So, it'd be curious to see how he gets on. That's mm-hmm. a great fight on paper. Yeah, the, the the whole car looks pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. Now, obviously, I'll be at Metallica tomorrow, but I'll catch it when I get home, hopefully. If I'm not too off my face or deaf. Oh, yeah, not. Who are you going with? Big old bunch of lads. Peter Carroll's going up there actually as well. The old Petey. I won't see him. Is he though, like that shit? 
Apparently so. You asked me earlier on Twitter if uh, if I should bring wellies or not. <laughs> I said, You're asking the wrong Where one. is it? It's a slain. Oh, really? Fucking slain cash. Yeah, yeah. I am. Like, <laughs> it, it was a bit... Yeah. Dude, that was convincing. <laughs> it was a bit... I'm kind of been keeping tabs on the weather because if it's dry, great. Because last time I went up there, it was lashing rain all day and it was horrendous. Hot like, to you, was it? It was like a mud bath. Take a lot of bumble channel, you'd be already. Oh yeah, you know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get to, we get to so, some of the news because otherwise we'll be here all fucking yeah, like. Go ahead. Go some ahead. of the, some of the big news. Obviously, we have Holloway and Edgar fighting the UFC two forty. Yeah, I'm alright with that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't hate it. No, I don't, I don't hate it. There's what no one. What's your favorite fighter now? Frankie. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I love I love Frankie. But I was kind of, I was kind of having a look around at the fight. I was like, who who is there at the featherweight for me? I was like, oh, Volkanovski. Volkanovski, too early, too early, but too early, I think. Too early, Shane. He said they're being Aldo. How is it too early? Yeah, true. I suppose. Ah, but listen, Jose Aldo. I I don't I I don't hate the Holloway Edgar fight. No, either do I. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. I think it could be interesting. It's 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 interesting now because there's a blueprint now for Edgar to follow. Um, after Poirier be Holloway, so you know. Yeah, but but though, Poirier is a much different fighter than Frank Edgar. Oh yeah. Oh, oh so, for sure. Oh for sure. Yeah, well, uh, I think I think Holloway will run through. Um, I think Holloway will be Frankie comfortably. I really I, do. I think it'll go further than what we got the last time. I think. No, I think it'll be probably five rounds, but I think it'll just be in every single round. Hmm. I guess and the big announcement obviously during the week was Khabib and Poirier fighting UFC 242 yeah, yeah, September yeah, the 7th. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be fun. Abu Dhabi. Yeah, and you know what the best thing about this card is? Is no. that the, 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 the actual main card itself for, for Irish and UK viewers starts at 7pm our time. Oh, for fuck's sake. That is great. Uh, so which means like the prelims start about maybe quarter past three in the afternoon. Happy days. So it'll all be done dusted by ten o'clock. We'll even get a fucking podcast on the in, in that night. Connor gets the winner, does he? Uh, if, do you know something? I, I wouldn't be surprised if they flew him in for it. I want to see him and Nate Tree. He's been teasing it a comeback, all right. Yeah. Just a gauge as well. Yeah, I want to see that. That's the point I want to see. Just give me all the fights. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Connor's been fucking. I don't know if it's him or if it's like a ghostwriter. It's hard to know. Yeah. I know, I know. I think um, Khabib makes... Oh, I love Poirier, but I just see Khabib taking him down any chance, time he wants. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, Poirier's takedown defense is decent, but it's not Khabib decent. I'll tell you something, though. Poirier is going to go in there as a big underdog, but he he, he was a big underdog in the Holloway fight and he picked him apart. So... Oh, I I know it's a different animal, but he I think you I think he'll be going in there. Uh, would that be a awful? Of course, uh, yeah. Well, no, Poirier got some decent wrestling. Now it's, it's not going to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. but it's not Khabib. I keep telling people this, like it's just it's ridiculous. Khabib yeah. just takes you for a fucking ride. Well, I'll tell you something. If, if Poirier can clip him early, it'll be interesting. Everyone says that because then says then Khabib will just get desperate. But that being said, if he clears the head and gets, has him down the canvas, well then it's a few. You you, yeah. you can pretty much have a guess and see what see what. Happens. It's all it's over before it fucking starts. To be honest, 
If he gets a whole year. Yep. Yeah, I'm, really so. I'm really interested in seeing it. I'm leaving uh, Johnny on his own here. I'll have to wrap this up, bro. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, there's not much else for you to talk about, really, other than those fights. And I guess you'll digest it over the, over the weekend when all is said and done. If if I don't get lost and slain. Fuck okay, it, just... I was going to say something. All right. <laughs> I held it back. Fucking disgrace. Right, we'll digest all these fucking fights. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll be on to you tomorrow. I'll be up. I'll be staying up to watch anyway. Man, sure, we'll, we'll have we'll have another episode out yeah. on Monday or Tuesday or some bullshit. I mean, we'll... no problem. Yeah, wrap wrap this shit up, Jonathan. Have a good night with young Craig there. Yeah, I'll try it anyway. Yeah, actually, yeah. You see Tom Brady six rings, did you? What's that? <laughs> did you see Tom Brady six rings? Oh, fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> did you see that? Fucking fuck! I know. Fuck off! I'm, 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 too gr- I'm trying oh, to keep it. No. Anyway. Oh, fucking Craig, where can people find you on the Twitter machine? Um, what was gonna say another bad thing. Uh, nowhere. Just you don't need to find me anywhere. I'm incognito. <laughs> it's at Craig Larkin one two three four. Enjoy. Go, go stalk him. Go send some hate mail. I'll take it. Yeah, I know okay. you will. Absolutely, you will. Right, sure, I'll talk to you after these fights happen and we who knows what the fuck will happen. So long, farewell, out, readers, and goodbye.